Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about unlearning who you thought you were. In other words, it's all about unlearning who we were taught that we were. We all have this image of how other people see us because of things we were told when we were growing up. I know, for example, I was always told by my mom, like jokingly, you know, like, well, you know, you're not very athletic or, you know, you're not this or not that. So growing up, I always had these labels for myself, like I wasn't good at math, that wasn't my strong suit. Um... Again, I wasn't very athletic. And the thing is, those things are very false. (laughs) They're not true. And I've figured those things out as I've gotten older through experiences that I've had. You know, I have had experiences where I played on a volleyball, like a summer volleyball thing, and found out that I liked it a lot and I was not bad at it. You know, it was just I was told these things, so that's what always stuck in my head. And that's what I chose to believe. Also, the whole you're not good at math, it doesn't come as easily to me. And I think it's just that I learn in a different way than other people do. But I had a teacher when I was in high school who's actually able to somehow, I understood everything she was teaching. So it wasn't that I wasn't good at math. It was that my brain was wired differently. But my point is that we get all of these labels put on us from a very young age. Again, by our parents, by friends, by whatever. And it doesn't really matter what the label is. In fact, you might be sitting there as you're listening to this thinking about different labels that are going through your head. Like, oh yeah, people always told me that, you know, I was, I'm not a fast runner. I'm not this. I'm not that. We've all been there. We've all had people who put labels on us, and sometimes it's even ourselves, but for the most part, it's others. Because how do you think we learn to put labels on ourselves? It's because other people have taught us, and it could be through them putting labels on us or us watching our parents put labels on themselves. It doesn't really matter how we learn. The point is that we get conditioned from a very young age to learn labels and to label everything. And I really think that one of the reasons that a lot of light workers have come here and that this whole rainbow crew of kids that's coming here to heal the planet, one of the reasons they're coming here is to get us away from that whole labeling everyone. I know as a teacher, that's one of the things that I never agree with and yet it happens all the time. Kids get labeled a certain way and then they're stuck with that label throughout their whole high school career or you know, the rest of their educational career. And I've had people who come to me and tell me that certain kids, you know, oh, they're going to struggle, they can't learn. All I can tell you is that I don't want to know anything about my kids before they come to me because I don't want to put them in a box. Now, if I see a kid starting to struggle, then I'll go and find out more information and be like, oh, is there something I need to know to help this child more? But I will never have a kid come into my class and be like, oh, that kid's this. 
And I don't want people to tell me, like, that kid's a troublemaker or that kid will, you know, not be able to do very well in German. I don't want people to give me those kids' labels because I don't want to continue with those labels. And I found that that works so well because what I find is I will have teachers when, you know, after we've already had the kids, we'll be talking about them. And then we'll say, well, how did this kid do for you? And I will say, well, he was awesome, like such a great student and did really well. And they'll give me a weird look like, what? He struggled to pass in my class is what I hear. And um, just shrug my shoulders and say, oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Because I don't want to, that's exactly why I don't want to put a label on. When kids know that you think of them a certain way, they're only going to perform up to that expectation. But if they don't know that you have any expectation for them other than they're going to do their very best, they will perform much better for you. I posted something the other day about people who are appreciated always perform more and better, and it's true. And it's the same with kids, too. If they think that you think that they're dumb or that they aren't capable of doing something, then why would they show you anything else? So I don't understand why we have to put labels on everyone. I mean, I understand that certain kids will need more help, but I don't think it should be a label that sticks with them for the rest of their lives. And for me, in teaching, I don't want students to feel like I'm only expecting this much of them. I want them to feel like they can do anything they set their mind to because I believe they can do that. It's amazing, especially this year. This is one of the first years that I've really ever experienced this, and I guess it's because I'm coming into a situation where there was a different teacher first. But, you know, my second-year students, many of them would say, well, I don't know anything. Well, I can't do this. And I just never gave them that excuse. You know, I never gave them a chance to say, you know, no, you can't. Because I would tell them, yes, you can. You know, yes, you do know things. If you didn't know anything, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. And they did really well. But people will shortchange themselves. And I see people do it all the time because someone else has given them a label. Like if the person before me had said, you're not very good, then they might continue to think that. But even with my colleague in my old school where there were two German teachers, she would have a kid in in German one, and then I would get that student in German two. And we never really discussed, you know, how that student was. And I did that on purpose because there were a few times where we would talk about a student later and I would say, oh, I really love this student. He does really well. And she would have a completely different opinion and say, what? Like they never did anything in my class. And again, I think that it all, I mean, people react to people's energy and to different teaching styles differently. So I never want somebody to say, oh, well, that that person's not capable because I don't think that that's the case. And labels are just not useful. (laughs) I want to say that. Because I think that we have to get out of that mindset that 
you're in this box because when you put a label on yourself that's essentially what you're doing you are putting yourself in a box or in a cage where you're not expanding beyond what you think you're capable of why would you even try if you think you're going to fail so part of this journey here on earth is to remove all of the labels that were unfairly and unkindly placed on you i mean think about it if you Let's say you had to run a race and, you know, your teacher said, your PE teacher said, okay, you have to run this race. Well, let's say you woke up that morning and you weren't feeling well and your stomach was bothering you, but, you know, you knew you had to get there and you had to run this race. So you get there and then on the way there, you trip and you kind of twist your ankle. So your stomach's hurting and your ankle's twisted, but you run this race anyway and you run like the worst race would it be fair for you to be labeled the worst runner or the slowest runner in the school forever and for people to think that there was never a way that you would ever win a race? No, it's not fair, but that's what we do. We will put labels on people based on one thing that happened in their lives. A lot of students are labeled as lazy because they, what they do is they shut down. They feel overwhelmed by stress, and then they just shut down. And I know that there are many of you out there who are listening who are giving up on your dreams because you find them overwhelming, so you just don't want to do anything. Instead of taking even one small step towards it, you just shut down because the thought of what you have to do is so overwhelming that you don't even want to risk yourself. You don't want to risk getting hurt. You don't want to risk failure. So you just don't even put yourself out there. And you are selling yourself so short. I just want you to know that. And I don't say that in judgment. I say that because I know from personal experience, if you never try to expand beyond those, and they're, they're completely made up, made up labels that other people gave you that are unfair and unkind, you will never see the full true potential that you have. We want to stay small and because it's safe. That's our comfort zone. And the universe is saying, you need to get outside your comfort zone. You have an endless amount of potential. And it's all right there inside you. You could be doing some incredible things. And there are people out there who would believe in you. I believe in you. You can become more than what you are. But in order to do that, you have to break away from those labels, either that were placed on you by yourself or by other people. And we are just as guilty as others as placed, you know, for placing labels on ourselves that aren't true. You know, when you say to yourself, I will never be this, I will never be that, I will never be as good as so-and-so. Comparing yourself to others is also labeling yourself. And all you're doing is capping your potential. You are stifling your own creativity and your own self. You never know what you could have been if you let that get in the way. Instead of saying, I am, you know, lazy or I am 
too scared to do this or I am not competent enough or I don't know enough. Instead of saying those things, it's time to start changing the labels. You need to take away the labels. I think about one time when it was Christmas, I believe, and my mom got us this it wasn't like a an adult label maker. It, there was some kid version of a label maker where like you could make glittery labels and I don't know, it was something of course that we just had to have for Christmas. She got it for us. And I remember like we just went around making labels for everything, which is the dumbest thing if you think about it. But we were like oh playing store and you know, so we're making these labels and putting them on everything. But then you know you'd put them on and now you're like, now what? So we'd have to tear them off and then put them on again. In the same way, you're doing that for yourself. You're taking away that boring dime store clearance tag label and you're removing it. And instead, you're adding a glittery, glitzy label that labels you as stunning, incredible, confident, capable, wonderful. Because those are the words that truly describe you, not those clearance, ugly, dime store labels. And you know what I'm talking about, those you try to peel off when you buy a gift for somebody and you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't have a ton of money and I just have to get, everybody's been there, right? You got to peel off that label. Well, in the same way, you've been labeled with something that isn't truly yours. So it's about digging that label off and instead replacing it with the stunning label that truly describes you. And you know what? Part of the problem, too, with people not living up to their potential and not going for their dreams is they feel like they have to do everything all at once. I was talking to a coaching client about this the other day. You don't have to do it all at once. You can take it one step at a time. That's what I did. When I decided to go back to school, I didn't take a full class load the first semester. I just wanted to see if this was what I might want to do with my life. So I took one class on teaching and I still worked during the day and took one class at night. And I realized that this is exactly where I need to be. So then I did take a full class load. But you wouldn't even have to do that. You can do it slowly if you want to. There's no expiration date on your dreams, you know? There's nothing that says you have to do it by this time. If you need to go slow, go slow. You know what's best for you. But if you just stay in your comfort zone where you're still being labeled, you're never going to grow and you're never going to break out and you're never going to see what your true potential is. And I would just hate for someone to think that they can't do something because I'm here to tell you that you can. And I'm here to tell you that I will be your biggest cheerleader. We all need cheerleaders. We need people there telling us every day we can do it because we can. We're the ones who get in our own way. It's not, and I mean, you may have other people who are saying, what are you doing? You can't change your career now. People like that, they say that because they think that they are helping when in fact they're really not. And yes, we have to be realistic about things, but we can achieve anything we want to. We really can. One of the problems is that people feel like they have to know it all 
and they have to be perfect in order to do the thing they want to do. And that's so not true. I love this quote by Brene Brown. It says, I'm a recovering perfectionist and an aspiring good enoughist. I love that. That is all you have to be is good enough. And you are already that. Like we are already all born good enough. It's reaching beyond that and seeing what we can accomplish. Perfectionism is just a form of fear. And it's just a way to keep you safe and stuck and small where you never break outside that comfort zone. Why would you? If you feel safe where you are, why would you move? I think about my dogs in the morning, you know, when they sleep with us, like one will sleep with one of my kids and the other will sleep with me or sometimes with my brother one and then with my kids one. Anyway, they're very spoiled is what I'm trying to say. But the funny thing is when they like get very comfortable, right, in your bed, like I'll have to get up at six and my dog likes to sleep in a little bit. Not super late, of course, but when I have to get up for work, he's like still laying there and you can tell he's so comfortable and I turn the light on and his eyes kind of roll back in his head like, oh, like, do I have to get up? And I know he's feeling exactly the way I'm feeling because I don't want to get up either. He's in that comfort zone, right, in that mode, and he doesn't want to leave from it. And we all kind of get that way. We're like trying to get out of bed in the morning, and again, it was tough this morning because it was cold again, and we just don't want to do it because it's so nice and toasty and warm here and we're comfortable and safe. And now we have to get out into that cold, and it's not a fun place. Well, sometimes stepping out of your comfort zone isn't fun. It's not supposed to necessarily be fun. You know, getting there isn't the fun part. It's when you get to the top and you look back and you're like, wow, look how far I've come. And it might seem like a big climb. You know, we live by... Cahokia Mounds, and if you don't know what it is, it's like an ancient Indian burial ground. And there's one mound called Monk's Mound, and it's one of the tallest, and there's stairs that they've built into it now, and people like to climb it. So that's like their exercise. They go and they climb this mound every morning. And when you're at the bottom and you look up at the top, you're like, oh my gosh, that just looks so far. Like, I, don't, I don't think I want to do that. And in the same way, when you're starting something new, when you're trying to get out of that comfort zone and discover who you could truly be, when you start, you're at the bottom and it looks like it looks so overwhelming. But you don't have to run all the way to the top in one trip. You can take two steps today and then take another step tomorrow and then take another two. You know, you can do it that way. And when you do it that way and you just take a few steps at a time, Like with me, I'll go with a friend, we'll just take a couple of steps, we'll laugh, we'll talk, and then we take a few more. And before you know it, we're at the top, and it didn't feel like it took that long, and it didn't feel like it was a lot of work, because we were having fun along the way. And we didn't have to run all the way up to the top, because I'm one of those people, like, I don't enjoy running, it's just not a thing, I've never enjoyed it. But I love to walk. And climbing stairs doesn't bother me. I will not run them, but I will climb them at my pace. And I look back and I realize, oh my gosh, look, 
look how far you know we got up here and it, it was like nothing in the same way if you're trying to work on yourself and you want to do something you don't have to do it overnight just take it one step at a time one step at a time and again it's about changing your labels okay we're not going to say to ourselves that we're not capable we don't have what we need we're dumb we're lazy we're whatever our labels are we're wonderful we are capable we are successful we are glowing we are beautiful we are whatever that you're going to fill in the blank to tell yourself you can do it and I love that. So whatever is holding you back today, it's time for you to let go of that. Let go of the labels. Instead, I want you to create new labels for yourself. So one of the things I want you to do, I love journaling and I talk about this all the time, but I want you, <clears throat> excuse me, I want you to find a place to sit and in a journal or just a notebook I want you to write down all of the labels you've ever been told about yourself or that you've come up with even yourself because we do give ourselves labels. I want you to write all of those down and I want you to look at what you've been telling yourself and the box you've been keeping yourself in for so long. And then I want you to burn that list because that's not you anymore. Those are not your labels anymore. And of course, as you burn it, be safe. But I want you to get rid of that list. You don't even have to burn it. You can tear it up. We're symbolically getting rid of those labels. And then I want you to come up with newer, better labels for yourself. I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card is from Gabby Bernstein. And it says, thank you, universe, for helping me align with my authentic truth. And I love that because we, when we actually go for our dreams, we are aligning to who we truly are. When we get rid of those labels, those labels that are not true and not representative of who we are, we are aligning with our authentic truth. And I absolutely love that. I want to thank you guys for being with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please share with others. Please subscribe. Please leave reviews. That helps me to find new listeners. Of course, I love my loyal listeners. Thank you so much for being with me. And um, I want to let you know that I will be doing a podcast Monday, but I'm going to take a few days off for Christmas. So I will probably record a podcast, you know, for the end of the week, but I am going to take a couple of days off um, for the Christmas break. And I hope that you guys will have an absolutely amazing holiday. Of course, I'll be with you Monday, um, but I just want to let you know kind of what was going on. And I will, I will, should still do a Facebook Live on Monday, but then after that I might... I'm going to take some time to myself too because I feel like I deserve it, I have earned it, I need it, and I am taking it. But I want to thank you guys so much for being with me. I hope that you have an amazing day. If you would like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I will still be taking uh, sessions over break. I'll have two weeks off, and I will still book sessions then. That's why I'm kind of backing off from the podcasting and other things. If you would like to work with me, I will have some sessions available over the holiday break. Not on Christmas Day, but I uh, will work with you. So you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com, to see what I offer and um, you know what each service is. 
And then if you were ready to book, you can email me or you can contact me anyway. All of my contact info is in the description to the podcast. I hope you have a beautiful day. Don't forget to follow me on social media and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.